All right, well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. It's where every day you and I, we get together, we have a little bit of... Whatever's in our cup. I have my coffee. Uh, we pray and we get to God's Word and we grow in our love for the Lord together. And this year, 2023, Lord willing, we'll make it from the book of Genesis through... Leviticus. Leviticus. So, yesterday, Daddy got impatient, didn't I? I got impatient and I raised my voice to you. Was that good? I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Okay. All right. So let's pray and we'll get into God's Word. Father, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for your Word. We thank you for your Spirit. Father, we pray that you would please help us to understand this. Give us your Spirit and teach us this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, I forgot to have some coffee. All right, so it's a little bit larger of a section today, so I'm going to read and ask questions as we go, okay? So chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If a person sins unintentionally, what do you think that means, unintentionally? Like he accidentally said. They didn't know or it was accidental. Okay. Uh, so if a person unintentionally sins against any of the commandments of the Lord in anything which ought not to be done and does any of them, if the anointed priest sins, bringing guilt on the people, then let him offer to the Lord for his sin, which he has sinned, a young bull without blemish as a sin offering. So who is this for? Sin offering. This is a sin offering, or some people call it a purification offering. Uh, and who's, who's it specifically talking about here? Did you notice that? When the anointed priest sins. Did you know that even the priest could sin? Yes. Yeah. He shall bring the bull to the door of the tabernacle of meeting before the Lord, lay his hands on the bull's head, and kill the bull before the Lord. Mm -hmm. Then the anointed priest shall take some of the bull's blood and bring it into the tabernacle of meeting. We'll see. The priest shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle some of the blood seven times before the Lord in front of the veil of the sanctuary. And the priest shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of sweet incense before the Lord, which is in the tabernacle of meeting. Right here in the tabernacle of tabernacle of meeting. Uh, no, no. Oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> okay, verse 7. And the priest shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of sweet incense before the Lord. Do you guys remember which altar that was? Was it the one outside or inside? Inside. Inside. Right? The altar for burnt offerings was outside. Now he's putting it on the horns of the incense altar, which is in the tabernacle of meeting. And he shall pour the remaining blood of the bull at the base of the altar of the burnt offering. Is that one inside or outside? Inside. Outside is the bronze one. Right? This is a little bit tricky. You got to be careful. Which is at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. 
He shall take it all he shall take from it all the fat of the bull as a sin offering, the fat that covers the entrails, and all the fat which is on the entrails, the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them by the flanks, and the fatty lobe attached to the liver above the kidneys, he shall remove. As it was taken from the bull of the sacrifice of the peace offering. Right? So it's, does it sound similar to what we learned last time with the peace offering? Yeah. And the priest shall burn them on the altar of the burnt offering. But the bull's hide and all its flesh with its head and legs, its entrails and offal, the whole bull shall carry outside the camp to a clean place where the ashes are poured out, and burn it on wood with fire, where the ashes are poured out, it shall be burned. This is interesting. So where is this pool burned? Outside. Outside the tabernacle? Yeah, even outside the camp, right? This is where it's like the ash heap. You know how we've had bonfires outside before? Mm -hmm. And they and it burns all night? Mm -hmm. Do we have an ash heap out in the yard? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, please don't do that. We have an ash heap out in the yard. It's saying take it outside and burn it out there. Why do you think you, it, that would have to happen? Why not inside the tabernacle? No, no, they're not worried about that. What do you think the symbolism is here? Why would they take the sin offering outside the camp to burn it? Because it's sin. Everybody. That's right. It's it, because it's sin. It needs to get outside. Good. Now, if the whole congregation of Israel sins unintentionally, could you imagine that? The whole people sin unintentionally? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes churches do this too. Churches can sin. And the thing is hidden from the eyes of the assembly, and they have done something against any of the commandments of the Lord, in anything which should not be done and are guilty... When the sin which they have committed becomes known, then the assembly shall offer a young bull for the sin and bring it before the tabernacle of meeting. All right, so what happens if the whole congregation goes, oh, man, we shouldn't have done that. What do they do? They bring a bull. They bring a bull. Please don't do that. It's going to tip and fall. Young bull. And the elders of the congregation shall lay their hands on the head of the bull before the Lord, then the bull shall be... What do you think should happen to the bull? It should be killed before the Lord. The anointed priest shall bring some of the bull's blood and tabernacle of meeting to the tabernacle of meeting. And the priest shall dip his finger in the blood. And what do you think he should do with the blood? Sprinkle. Sprinkle it seven times before the Lord in front of the veil. And he shall put some of the blood... On the horns of the altar, which is before the Lord, which is in the tabernacle of meeting. So which altar is this? Is it the, altar, the bronze altar or the gold altar? Bronze. It's the gold one. Right? It's in the, in the tabernacle of meeting. Uh, and he shall pour the remaining blood at the base of the altar of burnt offering, which is at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. This is the bronze one outside. He shall take all the fat from it and burn it on the altar. And he shall do with the bull as he did with the bull of the sin offering. Thus he shall do with it. So the priest shall make atonement for them, and it shall be forgiven them. 
Then he shall carry the bull outside the camp and burn it as he burned the first bull. It is a sin offering for the assembly. All right, so now we've got if the high priest sins, we've got if the people sin. Oh, now, but there's another issue. What if a ruler sins? What if one of the chief people sins? Well, if one of them has sinned and done unintentionally against any of the commandments of the Lord his God and anything which should not be done and is guilty, or if his sin which he has committed comes to his knowledge, he shall bring as an offering a kid of the goats, a male without blemish. Okay, so what is it now? Is it a bull still? A goat. Yeah, a goat. Do you know what? A baby goat. That's right. Um, and he shall lay his hands. Where do you think he should lay his hands on the goat? On the head of the goat. And what do you think he should do after that? He should kill it at the place where they kill the burnt offerings before the Lord. It is a sin offering. The priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his fingers and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering. Ooh. Now it's outside. And pour the blood at the base of the altar of burnt offering. So this one's all outside. Because now it's now it's not talking about a priest who goes into the holy place. This is talking about a ruler. Does the ruler ever go into the holy place? No. No, and so this all happens outside the bronze altar. That's right, but the Levites would, right? And so they're able to go in and do this. Uh, and he shall burn all of its fat on the altar, like the fat of the sacrifice of the peace offering. So the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sins, and it shall be forgiven him. If Okay, so now we've had the priests. We've had the whole congregation. Then this one was for who? A chief or a king, someone like that. Well, now what if what if it was you or me or just a common person? If anyone in the in the comp of the common people sins unintentionally by doing something against any of the commandments of the Lord and anything which ought not to be done and is guilty, or if his sin which he has committed comes to his knowledge. Then he shall bring as his offering a kid of the goats, a female without blemish. How's that different than the... It was a male. It was a male. Now it's a female. For uh, and a female without blemish. For his sin which he has committed. And he shall... What do you think he should do with his hands? Put them on the head of the sin offering. And then he's going to do what with the animal? He's going to kill the sin offering at the place of the burnt offering. Then the priest shall take some of the blood with his fingers and he shall what? Sprinkle it. Nope. (laughs) Put it on the horns of the altar. Right. So this one's just like the the chief priest. Which altar do you think this is? Do you think it's the altar of incense or the the altar of burnt offering? Exactly. And he shall put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering, as the bronze one outside, and pour all the remaining blood at the base of the altar. He shall remove all its fat, and the fat is removed from the sacrifice of the peace offering. And the priest shall burn it on the altar for a sweet aroma to the Lord. 
So the priest shall make sweet smelling aroma. Uh, so the priest shall make atonement for him, and it shall be forgiven him. If he brings a lamb as his sin offering, he shall bring a female without blemish. So isn't that interesting? He can bring either a goat or a lamb. Or a lamb. I thought it was a bull. Well, that was if it was a priest or if it was uh, the whole congregation. And he shall kill it as a sin offering at the place where they kill the burnt offerings. The priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger, put it on the horns of the altar of the burnt offering, and pour the remaining blood where... Yeah, at the base of the altar. Yeah, good. He shall remove all its fat. The fat of the lamb is removed from the sacrifice of the peace offering. Then the priest shall burn it on the altar according to the offerings made by fire to the Lord. So the priest shall make atonement for his sin that he has committed, and it shall be forgiven him. So again and again and again, it shall be forgiven him. If the person sins in hearing the utterance of an oath and is a witness, whether he has seen or known of the matter, if he does not tell it, he bears guilt. All right, so if you hear someone say a curse and you don't say anything, what's that mean about you if you were in Israel? You had guilt. You had guilt, that's right. Or if a person touches any unclean thing, whether it is the carcass of an unclean beast, or the carcass of an unclean livestock, or the carcass of unclean creeping things, like like centipedes, or the carcass of an unclean livestock, or the carcass of unclean clean creeping things, and is unaware of it, no sounds. He shall. He also shall be unclean and guilty. Or if he touches human uncleanness, whether uncleanness with which a man may be defiled, and he is unaware of it when he realizes it, then he shall be guilty. Right? You could be guilty of all sorts of uncleanness. Was that a lot of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Or if a person swears, speaking thoughtlessly with his lips, to do evil or to do good, whether it is that a man may pronounce by an oath, and he is unaware of it, when he realizes it, then he shall be guilty of these matters. If you make an oath and you don't live up to it, yeah, then you have guilt. And it shall be when he is guilty in any of these matters that he shall confess that he has sinned in that thing. So what do they need to do? Did you catch it? When he real and it shall be when he is guilty of any of these matters that he shall confess that he has sinned in these things. Right? So, so, so you gotta confess. You had to confess as you catch the frog. I'm not sure if a frog's clean or unclean, I can't remember. Oh, I claim so, frog. Well, we're not gonna go into the depths of that. And he shall bring his trespass offering to the Lord for his sin which he has committed, a female from the flock, a lamb or a kid of the goats as a sin offering. So if, so if it's one of these, right, you may know if you break that oath, 
or if you touch an unclean thing, you heard a curse and you didn't say anything about it, you could bring a goat or a lamb. A goat or a lamb. You guys are doing great. Keep up with me. You're doing great. Uh, so the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin. If he is not able to bring a lamb, then he shall bring to the Lord for his trespass, which he has committed to turtle doves. Right, so oh, two yeah. birds. Or two young pigeons. As one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. And he shall bring them to the priests, who shall offer that which is for the sin offering first, and wring off its head from its neck, but shall not divide it completely. Right? Is this a bloody ordeal? Yeah. So we not say like basically like Twist and pull. Twist and pull, but don't actually. It's it's actually called a trash box. All right. Then he shall sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, and the rest of the blood shall be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering, and he shall offer the second as a burnt offering according to the prescribed manner. So the priest shall make atonement on his behalf for his sin which he has committed, and it shall be forgiven him. But if he is not able to bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons, right? So the high priest had to bring, or the priest had to bring a ram. The congregation had to bring a, a, a bull of some type. A leader had to bring a goat. People had to bring, an individual had to bring uh, a lamb. If you're too poor, you bring two turtle doves or two pigeons. But if you're too poor for that, then he who sinned shall bring for his offering one-tenth an ephah of fine flour. So about a third of a gallon of, of fine flour. Like this much? About this much flour. As a sin offering, he shall put no oil on it, nor shall he put frankincense on it, for it is a sin offering. And he shall bring it to the priest, and the priest shall take his handful of it as a memorial portion and burn it on the altar according to the offerings made by fire to the Lord. It is a sin offering. One more verse. Then the priest shall make atonement for him for the sin that he has committed in any of these matters, and it shall be forgiven him. The rest shall be the priest. Glad that didn't happen when there was water in it. The rest shall be the priests as a grain offering. Okay, so whew, that was a lot. Yeah. Right? That was a lot. And it was all about different sin and trespass. Right? Could you imagine, though? Did I be if, No, you're doing great. Could you imagine what it would be like if God hadn't given a way to be right with him? Do you think this is a hard thing or a blessing? I think this is a blessing. Right? If you were in Mesopotamia or if you were a Hittite or if you were in Greece or something, you don't know why the gods are mad at you. They don't tell you why they're mad at you. And they don't tell you what you need to do to be made right with them. They just punish you because they feel like it. But here God gives a way. He says, here's my commandments. Follow them. And if you don't, Here's a way to be made right. That's called being gracious. 
He makes a way of atonement. But what does that teach us about today? This is hard to think about it. Because Jesus is our atonement. Jesus is our atonement. Do you remember what John the Baptist said? Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. It is Jesus who takes away our sins. First John teaches us if we confess our sins, just like we read today, if we confess our sins, He, being Jesus, He is faithful and righteous to forgive all of our sins and to cleanse us of all of our unrighteousness. Whether we know about it or don't know about it, whether it's we didn't do something we were supposed to do or we did something that we weren't supposed to do. Right? We can sin by commission or we can sin by omission, but who makes it us who makes a way for us to be right with God? God does. God, through, God, 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 God. Through God who? makes us that's right with us. God. God makes us right with him. How? Through Jesus. That's right. Let's go ahead and pray. Lord, I thank you so much for these children and how well they did today. That was a long passage. But we thank you that we have a high priest who offered up of himself to make us righteous. He is the righteous one and we're the unrighteous ones. We have sinned knowingly and we have sinned unintentionally. We are those who need a righteousness not of our own and a sacrifice that would satisfy your divine justice. God, I pray that you would please bless us and let us trust you and walk in your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may God bless you. May you be those who confess your sin and trust in the righteousness that comes from Jesus' blood alone. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural Southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.